This is the greatest night in television history. I've never seen a match like this on television. I've never seen anything like this. This surpasses the Super Bowl, the World Series. This is tremendous. Quoting a one Bobby Heenan. One Bobby during the Heenan. During well, the Tower of Doom match. Uh, to, ca- to, to add to that, uh, Tony Schiavone said, and I quote, this beats anything we've ever done in our whole career. <laughs> so... They were they were they were hyping this match up. The Doomsday Cage match is 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 the peak for all these guys, really. If you think about it, like oh, how can you go hey. from here? How can you do better? You know, like who needs hey, NWR hey, hey, or I'm, anything uh, like that? Send your hate tweets Fuck to that. it's Eric Bischoff on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> or or at eighty three weeks, either one. I'm pretty sure they I'm pretty sure they covered this, but that's not the reason why. We wanted to cover this pay-per-view. Oh, no, no, no. Why, why did we want to cover this pay-per-view? Okay. Well, if, if you happen to listen to our last episode, which wasn't really a review, it was more a watch-along of the, the oh, Immortal and, uh, Hulk Hogan. Little, little disclaimer there. If uh, we didn't say when the movie starts, so, uh, no. <laughs> so um, uh, if you're listening to that, just play it. In the same timing that you would start the movie, if you actually also, wanted to match one little or little one. warning due to shenanigans, uh, it won't line up correctly because I had to edit some stuff. If you know <laughs> what I mean. oh, that's true. So you know what? So Maybe like, uh, just believe that it it's works. Kinda, it's kind of fucked, but whatever. It's it's that <laughs> there. <laughs> it's uh. But sorry, you you were saying you were saying why we saying? were covering Greatest. this? Oh yeah. yeah. So last we we were watching greatest. the immortal, the, the the greatest movie, the wrestling movie of all time, uh, No Holds Barred, starring the Hulk Hogan and and oh, what's that? What's his actual name? I don't want to just say. Oh, his... it's a uh, Tiny Luster, I think. Okay, Tiny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like his nickname. Well, it's his nickname, Tiny. I don't. I can't yeah. think. Maybe it's Cody. No, it's uh, something Luster. Tom, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Luster. There you go. Lister. Or... Lister? I, unfortunately, I think the actual person has passed away. But that was like a few years ago or something. But... No, he, uh, no he definitely... he's still alive. Oh, really? Alive. I am confusing yeah. that guy with someone else. <laughs> what? How embarrassing. Anyway, but yeah, he, he was in that movie as the main villain. And for some reason, uh, WCW is like, hey, we should bring him back like okay 89 so this is 96 so like seven years later we're gonna bring him back in a pay-per-view also bring in this other guy uh well what was his name Opie? before before he was so known his, as the ultimate solution what was his character name this is uh Ro- well 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 robert swenson uh was a american professional wrestler stuntman and actor right Definitely a big for, son of a bitch, I'll give him that. He was big. I mean, hey, uh, my, Michael Buffer said he had the most powerful arms in history, and you know what? I think he could, you like, could maybe... It. He could lay a claim to that, but yeah, um, he, he is called the he ultimate should, solution. He should have tore a fucking phone book if uh, while he was entering the ring. That'd be pretty that badass. Been, yeah, but uh, apparently he was originally going to be named the final solution. Hmm. But due to complaints from... Well, anyone with a brain. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're like, yeah, okay, I guess we'll change. But apparently, WCW claimed they didn't know that that was a thing relating to the Holocaust and the 
Made like when him. when when you mentioned to me that there was because I think we were making a a, a stupid gag is like oh there should be a wrestler called the Final Solution right and then I'm like that's real wait and I was that like no happened. it's not that kind of <laughs> no, happened yeah they tried they fucking tried oh man <laughs> and, uh, I um send, send your hate tweets to at e bishop on Twitter I'm just a messenger I, I I'm not I'm not a uh, Condoning, actually, I'm not. I'm straight. I'm condemning. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, you, you can't do. That. Yeah, I mean, maybe <sighs> they just started off with the ultimate solution. No, honestly, like the solution name it's is still, kind of. A, you, sh- you need to try. Yeah, it's kind of bad. He's a it's he's a bad. large white man. You can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of like taste. what the fuck is this pairing? Why are they together? <laughs> like. I get because, that they're both no, no, big. No, 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 because, because the ultimate solution to Hogan's, the, the, to the Hulk Hogan problem is Z-Gangsta and the ultimate solution. There you go. I saw. Well, what it. about the what about the alliance to end Hulkamania? That wasn't there. Wasn't that the solution? How come they had to bring in these fuckers who have no because ties because to... they're the ultimate solution. Re- Pay attention, pal. God, I, I know, but it's like. No, 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 no. But I thought no. the Yeti was the ultimate, ultimate solution. What happened to that? <laughs> the Yeti. What happened to him? The Yeti. Uh, oh, it's terrible. He became it's all a terrible. Super, he became super giant ninja. <laughs> yeah, they repackaged <laughs> him. Did you know that? He <laughs> straight you. up, he straight up like dressed as Scorpion from fucking. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Hey, you know what? I actually like Super oh, yeah. Giant Ninjas. Kiss <laughs> my no, because look, look, look. With Super Giant Ninja, like they're embracing the absurdity of it. But yeah, with yeah. fucking, with fucking the, the Yeti who who asked fucked Hulk Hogan for like a good yeah. minute. Like, come it on, bummed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If I had to pick between the two, yeah, I'll pick Super Giant Ninja. Definitely Super Giant. Much Ninja. cat, much better name too. I love saying. <laughs> yeah, no, because they're, they're leaning into the absurdity of it as opposed to Tony Schiavone. Getting his nuts together and trying to say uh, the yete as if a seri- as if it's a serious competitor, you know. And this motherfucker's just not even in a yete costume. Yeah, yeah, in a yeti costume, he's wrapped in fucking toilet paper. That really is the worst part. But anyway, there there are some talk- great things in this there era some- WCW, and there's also some real shit things in this era. Which, which if you if you if, which depending on how you look at it, are also great things. <laughs> yes. But hey, okay. So uh, last week we kind of we kind of shotgun doing the watch along, which I'm really glad that we did though, because you know I was a little trepid had, had a little trepidation doing a watch along because of the Sharknado episode, which was uh, a yeah. yeah not 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 our best work I'll, I'll say. But... I'm gonna blame that all on Sharknado, <laughs> real like genuinely uh, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> like not even like, like the shit movie tier like Velociraptor. Mm is but it's still fantastic but in the sense that it's just not interesting it's not not entertaining yeah not interesting terrible but this but, uh, no holds barred was was entertaining and i don't remember it being as entertaining as when we actually just watched it like a couple uh whenever that was oh and we just watched, we watched it, it uh last time i was in vegas yeah, yeah. Three years like, back I, I don't know I, I guess it was the the rewatch of the jockass you know just made it better okay but uh <sighs> actually to, to say in our lingering thoughts for no holds barred you know if you're a fan of bad movies or hell if you're just a fan of even a 
uh, a casual fan of wrestling, I think there's something to be enjoyed in this movie, right? Yeah, no, I definitely do think it it is an entertaining watch, especially uh, if you have definitely do not try to watch this movie as if it was something. Uh, <laughs> it's not Pulp Fiction. Let me put it like that. <laughs> what? How you tell me this was it wasn't nominated for? I don't know what the fucking. I think it was nominated. nominated for something. I think it was nominated for soundtrack or something like that. I'm a, do a fat fact check on that. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, the critical reception. I'm not. You're, yeah, you're fucking full of shit. What the fuck are you talking? Uh, about? well, mistakes are made. <laughs> I'm reading this. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, no, huh. no, no, no. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, mistakes are definitely made. Uh, but uh, hey, the reason why we didn't know holds barred was because uh, Tiny Lester. Not only is he in that movie, but hell, he's in this pay-per-view, so... He's in this pay-per-view, so kind of uh, a yin and yang <laughs> kind of thing. Well, I don't Even know, though... it's kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they... the whole part wasn't exactly high acclaim, so was it... Re- <laughs> Can you really say yin and yang? But then again, the whole part no, was more too... entertaining than the pay-per-view main event. I would so say I guess... that. I would say, yeah, that's true. Maybe it's yin and yang in that aspect, but... If we're ignoring the fact that they actually had a match in WWF that was actually near the release <laughs> time of the movie. They, they, they had a series of matches, I think, because yeah, I, I think, think it was so. either to push the movie or capitalize on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, but obviously, hey. like that one had a lot less some, uh, gaga as pat patterson would say to to cover actually there's so much gaga in in the main event for this it kind of annoyed me to be honest oh, like, like uh, at, if... at least when they had the match with hulk with hulk they had like a tag team you know so they could um uh work around any issues i guess would be the way to put it but with Should this i'm like cor- god damn if i remember correctly didn't zeus team up with macho in that back in the day yeah i think so heel? yeah I think it was Macho, and then, you know what? I think Hogan was teaming with the, <laughs> with the Var, the Brutus, the Var, the Eternal best friend of Hulk Hogan. He was he was a spy all along for the Hulkster. <laughs> he'll, he'll never leave. He's like the he's like a Remora, Remora on the Great White that is Hulk Hogan. He's <laughs> oh hanging on there. Hey, you know he main evented Starcade. Yeah. yeah. Did you know he's the one that beat uh, Mr. Perfect's Perfect? streak yeah <laughs> the hey he man, was a aka the zodiac oh, he, he wasn't AKA the, the barber man when he did it though aka be... brutus the fucking barber beefcake aka brutus Actually, didn't beefcake. we didn't we do a starcade for one of our episodes no i think yeah. we did mention a starcade i think i was i remember mentioning starcade 87 and wanting to do that because i thought that's the one with uh, Ron Garvin versus Ric Flair oh, in the cage or... main event. And I was like, I think that's my, well, that is my favorite Ric Flair match. But obviously he has a lot of other great matches. But like because of... Uh, <laughs> um, this one included. Maybe not putting this one on your wrestling resume. But um, uh, <laughs> fuck this match. <laughs> but since we didn't do our traditional format because it was a watch-along last episode, there were some lingering thoughts about spectacular spider-man season two oh, that i yeah. want to say uh just and just that i want to walk back what i said as far as the main theme being deception and then Ooh. not not that walk back in the sense that it was incorrect but it wasn't exactly the most correct okay and i think i think 
rather than deception, I think misdirection, because that's what Liz Allen Ooh. says in the beginning okay. when when uh, she's giving uh, some advice to Peter about how magicians work is misdirection, mm-hmm. yeah, right? But at the end of the day, that's what a lot of the characters were doing from Liz to Green Goblin to uh, Harry Osborn. You know, a lot of those characters employed misdirection in that season. Ooh, okay, switching up the vocab. I gotcha. Uh, I would say I like they're... it's not like a huge difference, but I think yeah, they're, they're, I'd say they're synonyms. Yeah, definitely but synonyms, but but I definitely think misdirection per, uh, better describes. Yeah, doing doing the the SAT most correct answer. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. Okay, but hey, you know, I don't. I'm not sure if the main event was the most correct answer for this pay per view. But hey, let's get it. Wasn't it wasn't the ultimate solution? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I when, I, when I brought it up, anytime I said it, like you couldn't, you're gonna. Oh, oh man, I can't, dude. What kind of fucking name is that? <laughs> we can't get through. Well, thankfully, we won't probably. We, we will hold off on talking about it until we get to that match because it's. And you know what? I think I want. I, I'm looking at this quick overview that you put. I think I like yours better than mine, so I want you to uh, read on the, <laughs> on the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it says on the poster for for this for uncensored 1996. Uh, everything you've wanted to see, plus the stuff you haven't thought of yet. <sighs> well, hey, you know what? There's not a lie in there because I never thought about watching a Tower of Doom match. But, but the but what but what makes it somewhat uh, untrue is the, is that I'm kind of I kind of wish I didn't see. <laughs> I don't look, yeah. Like I haven't thought of it. I don't think I I saw everything I wanted to see. <laughs> what did I want to see? I don't know. None of this. I mean, I knew I wanted to see Medusa, that's for sure. But Oh, yeah? Okay. Fair but, uh, okay, actually, so I think this is really an interesting time for WCW and a lot of other podcasts that cover pay-per-views from this time will point this out. But it is kind of like a transitional time as far as... Well, actually, no, it's not the transitional time yet. But I thought this is when WCW is kind of evolving under Eric Bischoff's um, uh, leadership where... We're getting more of an international feel, and with, with yeah. the European and yeah, Mexican uh, matches. This even time. Uh, bringing it up, like yeah, we got some international com- competitors. We got we got a guy from England and Ireland. They're, they're in here. Beat the shit out of each other. They they fucking did. Damn. And then and actually straying away from the more traditional uh, man on man action there, and to fit the pay per view name of uncensored. As far mm-hmm. as you know, we're gonna get some. Uh, Maybe some raunchy material. We have man and woman action with Medusa versus mm-hmm. Colonel Rob Park. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I actually wanted to think, uh, ta- ask you about your opinion on the theme of Uncensored and how well they're able to portray it. Well, I, I actually they do did. think they, they portray it pretty well. Like as the poster yeah. says, you know, stuff you <laughs> you want to see oh, right, man on like woman the- violence. <laughs> okay. No, no, I think the overall theme is just it's a more of an unconventional pay-per-view, right? And I think that's Only what we got title, here. Just one title match at the very beginning. And it's everything the opening match. Just, everything else is just a bunch of uh, fights and brawls and booty. Oh. oh, man. Well, starting off with that, let's get into our segment. So, unlike... Uh, Unlike all our other spas, for wrestling pay-per-views, we normally cover it beat by beat, or rather, segment by segment. That's not exactly how we do it for other stuff like movies and such, where we try to 
cover the overarching themes and such. But for wrestling pay-per-views, we we deemed it better to run through the segments. So first, to start us off, the oh-so-great Eddie Guerrero versus Conan for the U.S. title. Give me your thoughts on this match. All right. So I actually wanted to ask, like, is this like a face-fee-face match? I'm pretty sure. That's what I thought it was meant to be. Yeah, okay. They're, they're I, both posturing to the crowd, but they're both getting cheers, and yeah, neither yeah. are trying to act negatively, especially with the yeah, finish, think, how it was. It made me think they were both trying to be yeah, okay. comrades. And the com- right? commentary does, yeah, point it out that they're friends. Uh, they have a lot of respect for each other, and how, yeah, they didn't really go for anything too dirty or intentional. Uh, but, no, I do think that lots of, lots of, well, not a lot of high-flying, definitely compared to, like, today's, you know, work rate. Obviously, or even but... just like uh, actual luchador matches at that time in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. But I actually thought it was a good marriage between lucha and American style, yeah, right? Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, I do think so too. Because I think, and I think something I, I thought about where uh, I see like older wrestlers or people who've been in the biz like complain, oh, everything's like a suicide dive, like every other Monday on, on Raw and shit like that. And I do notice, like, yeah, they do do that a lot. <laughs> but whereas back, you know, back here, like that was like a, a, a big moment, new. like one or two, or you know, when when fucking Eddie went on the top and got Conan with the thing out to the outside, the thing. What did he do? I forget. I think uh, it was a. I think it was like a crossbody. Yeah. Okay. And, and like Eddie, like landing on his like knees and kind of like power sliding. I don't know. It was a, it was a cool moment that I think. Yeah. Uh, I think I might even prefer it to just a lot of a uh, lot of the what do you call it. Uh, the stuff you know flying yeah there you go well no see the reason why i thought it was good um good mix between two is because they would move up like the engine of the match right for the Mm -hmm. pace but when it was time to slow it down then they would get a hold in or whatever to like Mm -hmm. even out the pacing and obviously yeah Yeah. exactly so it wasn't it wasn't always like dreadfully slow or it wasn't always way too fast you had a good mix in between and also you have some amazing moves pulled off by both competitors yeah uh so yeah what are, speaking of the the entrances were you what were your thoughts on conan's ring gear dude what the fuck uh, is he what <laughs> so i i think he's i've i've heard i've read that he's kind of going for like mexican street art Style? It made me think he was Maximo. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's back. He brought it back to. From, I was like, from shit, dude. WWE. I thought he didn't like being Maximo. What is this? <laughs> I think, like, yeah, the the actual canon explanation is he hated lugging around like thirty pounds of ring gear or whatever. Okay. Well, no, because he because he had he also had to have fucking CO two tanks for the little. uh he had like little, what do you call it, like smoke things shooting out. Oh, no, right, I think it was right. a jetpack. I think it was a jetpack. Yeah, he had a jetpack yeah. as Max Moon. Like Max Moon, yeah. And he's like, fuck this shit. Oh, it looks like he kept all the bullshit from Max Moon minus the heavy crowd. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Of. I was like, what the fuck is this guy walking yeah. in with? Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's his style. He likes, uh, he likes it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But hey, overall, it was a pretty good match. And I thought the... The the end of the match was really interesting with the uh, accidental headbutt to the groin from mm. Conan to Guerrero from a leapfrog. So yeah, it I, also it's an open ended uh, finish, I would say. And, and I actually like uh, that you know even though Heenan is still like a heel commentator, well one he he's like oh I'm picking Eddie, which is kind of weird because I I think clearly of the two like to me Eddie's the most oh no Conan doesn't do anything heelish either but like 
Eddie's put over as the hardworking, like, oh, he's one of the hardest working in the uh, fucking company. The company, yeah, yeah. So I think that's very baby facing to save someone. But I thought it was interesting that Heenan, like, oh, I'm picking him. But then also, uh, was maybe it's the, if anything, I think it puts over more how uh, Heenan views the in ring ability of Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and also at the at the very end, I forgot. Oh, there it is. The comment that uh, if you if you had to spend twenty minutes in the ring with Eddie Guerrero and you wit and you walk away with a win, you take it no matter what. I thought that would put him like really over. It's like, oh, like you fucking like, and you like, you you, take earn, any, you had any, to earn, earn that. Earn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and it, it's true. Goddamn, dude. Uh, going to the uh, ring with Eddie Guerrero yeah. and pulling off a win is no small feat in itself. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's a very uh, good indicator of. Uh, skill when a heel commentator can respect the the skills of a respect the ability. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there you go. Overall, pretty uh, pretty entertaining. entertaining. But uh, hey, since we're talking about respect, let's talk about some disrespect. <laughs> in the in the next segment, uh, we have a uh, Colonel Rob Parker Colonel, talking up his our hero. With yes, our, our hero. Fucking... Uh, in so, our hero, a man on woman. Vi- oh Jesus! I can't even say so, it. <laughs> you know the you know the backstory with with him and Medusa no, and all this. No, in, enlighten me, enlighten me. Okay, so Colonel Parker, uh, he's like the manager of. Four horsemen. I don't know what <laughs> Wait, is he really? Yeah, he, I mean, he was at a he time wasn't... and multiple occasions, but I'm assuming for this. Sto- I'm assuming for this storyline, that's not the case. Yeah, and he's he's not it now. <laughs> uh, well, so at this moment, was it, for sure not. <laughs> uh, what was it? It was Bunkhouse Buck, who was right there. And a guy, I'm pretty sure he's called Dirty Dick Slater. Yeah, I know Dick Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, that tag team was going up against Harlem Heat, who at the time was managed by uh, Sherry, Sensational Sherry. Right. Uh, and then apparently they like fell in love somehow, him and Sherry. I forget oh, okay. how. They fell in love. They yeah, were going to yeah, get married. I'm gonna, I, I just want to pause it for a second. Dude, yeah. have you ever, ever heard Sherry Martell's iteration of uh, Sexy Boy? Oh, I think I, I think I've heard. I forget what was it a mania when she was singing it while Sean was getting. Yeah, dude, I love that. <laughs> I love that version so much. I'm gonna I think, send yeah, it to I you. think I think I might prefer it to the. Because uh, I I actually do like how Sean sings his entrance music, but I really like it when Sherry Martell does it just for the uh, the commodity of it, yeah. I guess. Because it sounds it really does sound like a fangirl that's singing it. Yeah, know? that makes sense. But anyway, so he, uh, her and Colonel Parker get married, but at the marriage, because it's a wrestling marriage, something has to go wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess Medusa shows up, uh, crashes the wedding, because apparently she was either dating or engaged already to him. Wait, to, to Rob Parker? Yeah. Yo, what so, the uh, fuck? Why, um, why, why do all these beautiful women love Rob Parker so much? So I guess that's the beef. Like, they're like, hey, what the fuck? You're cheating on me. How dare you? I mean, I guess that'd be a fair reason for her to kick his ass. Man. Yeah. He's getting must be that. It must be, uh, he must be a snake charmer, you know, to get all these women to love him. Because let me read you a quote oh, from geez. his interview. <clears throat> and I quote. I'm doing it for all the people in the great state of Mississippi that loves Colonel Rob Parker like a hog loves slop. I'm going to take that girl. I'm going to rub her face in real good. I'm going to give her what all of you sitting out there in the male gender don't have the guts to do. That's really, that was actually a really pretty good impression of him. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Was, that wasn't bad. But yeah, uh, uh, 
Oh, Parker putting over how he's going to beat the crap out of Medusa. But hey, you I know, hope. as an in-ring competitor, respecting another in-ring competitor, why would you not say you're going to beat them yeah. into the ground? Man, yeah, old woman, fucking, right? You fucking Bach go, Bach go it up. You got to gotta have respect. Yeah, he, he beat her Yeah, in, exactly. Beat her yeah, Bach go it up. You're right. Yeah. We did cover that second season. We never covered, yeah, never covered that third one. <laughs> oh, we can do it. I, well, you know, at this point, I don't give a we, we well, this one, I'm going to have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but hey, a uh, match I definitely yeah. would like to see again is the Regal Ooh. versus Belfast Bruiser. Yeah. My favorite match of the night, to be honest. You know what, in terms of like wrestling ability, because I feel like a lot of the other matches were kind of just punch and brawl. Not a lot of... I mean, this one did have a fair amount of punching and brawling. Oh, yeah, too, it was brawl, but, but I think, yeah, the the, the, the mat-based uh, style of, of these two men. And I remember, I think the last, one of the last pay-per-views we've done, uh, I saw, we saw Regal, and I remember, like, just, like, fucking jizzing over him. <laughs> no, but it's because William Regal is such yeah, a, yeah, he's a, like, not only heel. just in technical ability, but just the pomp and circumstance character. And pissing off the crowd. Like, you yeah. can hear the, this crowd, yeah, might I add, was really <laughs> into it tonight. At least for the for the parts that they could understand. For for mm. matches like the Tower of Doom, I'm sure they were lost. Because <laughs> if I was watching that shit live, I'd be lost. I think I asked you, weren't you there for... Hell in uh, the Cell? Yes. And I was like, I wanted to ask, yeah, how is it trying to watch a Cell match? And it, You know, it... it... I didn't exactly have the best seats either, but mm. I mean it was actually all right to watch until okay. we got to the Wyatt and Seth match that everyone lo- You know, I can finally uh, say I was in a big moment in WWE history that people yeah, were talking you were. about. You fucking were, yeah. I don't know if it's exactly no one, the no most stellar moment to be present for, but I just remember shouting like I was literally shouting from my she's like I was like, just say the ref called the match. Why are you just uh, ringing the bell? Get, like, at least give an announcement or something as to uh, an explanation, right, to what happened. But, <sighs> but yeah, enough about. <laughs> we probably won't be the last people to uh, or podcast to give out about that match. Probably will be a point of contention for years. We're not to the come. first, anyway. and we're not the last. That's yeah. Sure. yeah. So on to William Regal versus the Belfast Bruiser uh, or Fit Finlay. Dude, I didn't. I didn't realize. No. I didn't realize it was Finley through like halfway through when he looked into the camera. I was like, "Oh my god, it's fucking fit Finley." <laughs> How'd you like his uh, mullet? And oh man, and I was like, "God, I wish his hair was blonde and short." <laughs> so then, yeah, it's it's a look with his like half uh, leather jacket and half yeah, some weird Mad, Mad Max armor. <laughs> He's Irish Mad like, Max. Now that I like, think what, about it. Well, like, what is this implying? Like, Belfast is like a fucking like Mad Max. Yeah, dude. He, he, survived, <laughs> he survived the streets of the anarchy. Wait, what was the uh, name of that shitty game that uh, best friends played? Streets of Rage. Oh no, no, Streets of Anarchy. The one with the leather jacket dude on a motorcycle, and they had like a sex scene in there, but they wore clothes. You know what I'm talking about? Bored. Yeah. Um. Ooh, was it was it, about... was it Streets of Anarchy or no? No. Well, Sons of Anarchy. No, that's a TV show. Fuck. Um, I know it's like it was one of those like oh worst games of that year. I remember. Uh, you should play that game. Oh, maybe. You definitely should play that game. Jesus. <laughs> we haven't done a shit video game, I think. No, we haven't. Only only P4. 
Only P4, <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, we did Monster yeah. Hunter. Monster Hunter? We did... Uh, quality. Quality. Well, we did Last of Us, but you didn't technically play it. But Yeah, but it's still regarded as a, a good game and, and not shit. <laughs> All uh, right. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So talking about this match. Yeah, very... I like... I love how fucking Belfast Bruiser Finley... Oh, I'll call him Bruiser. Uh, I like straight. that. Bro. Belfast Bruiser Finley. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. I actually kind of like not I mean, ironically. I actually yeah, kind of like could, that. You could, yeah, you just have it in front of the name, like yeah. fi- you know the Belfast. Belf- I think Finley's uh, also pretty cool, but yeah, but yeah, he goes straight for Regal. Like once he gets in the ring, getting over. Yeah, dude, he, throw, his he throws his Mad over. Max jacket straight into his face. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That was good. Someone, like someone, someone, one of the commenters, like, "Oh, he hit him with that, with that metal shoulder plate." I'm just thinking to myself, "Why does he even have a metal shoulder plate?" So you can use it in add uncensored because everything. <laughs> oh, you're right. Because is everything no DQ? I don't know. I don't know. I, feel like I mean, it's uh, it's the beginning of the match, so technically it's not illegal because the match mm. hasn't occurred yet. So, mm. I mean, it, it's kind of weird because, like, psychology wise. You would assume the babyface wouldn't attack before the bell, because that's normally what heels do, but that's supposed to, I guess you can insinuate, or we're meant to perceive that maybe there's a history, and that's yeah. why the quote-unquote good guy is coming out and using dirty tactics against the bad guy, yeah. but there's no explanation of it, as you put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't really, they allude to a history between these two, and... I'm not 100% sure what that is. I'm sure there is, that they, they've known each other before coming to WCW. I mean, I, I think they did mention it, but they didn't elaborate on yeah. it. And still, like, I think that would have really helped paint a picture for this match. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that would have helped, yeah, be able to complete the story, uh, as they say. And I think even Shivani starts, he's like, oh, when when Belfast Bruiser came into WCW, uh, and I was like, oh, he's going to tell about those history. But it's like, all he said is, like, he came in, he's like, hey, there's some bad blood between him and Regal. It's like, wait. Was that know? really it? Yeah, was that right actually right. it? <laughs> that kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or, or maybe it's just, you know, Ireland and, and England, they got a real-life beef. I mean, um, honestly, they could they could have just went with that. Uh, and they do, they do mention it. They do mention it a bit. I know, but... But yeah, it's not a central part of the the story. So yeah, I think that would have. I mean, look, th- these guys worked real hard in this match. Cause goddamn, is it physical? Mm. Like I ima- I feel like this is when someone imagines what an old school European match looks like. I feel like this is it. Like just mm. sound technical wrestling, <clears throat> and overall just uh, brutal shots. Like I- I'm not sure if this Mississippi crowd is really exposed to this kind of wrestling. So I think uh, that kind of gives them the advantage. Like, look, uh, I think I think it was Regal. He did a soccer kick to uh, to Finley's spine, and it got a big ass pop. Oh, I think like, I remember, yeah. as for the noise, rather. But yeah. I think it was just so fresh and just so visceral that the audience, you know, popped for it. Meanwhile, if you do it nowadays, I'm not sure every single wrestler that does it is going to get the same sort of reaction. So, kind of like a, they they kind of pioneered it, I guess, for this pay per view. And not only did they have just like <laughs> sickening shots, how they had like crazy ass uh, moves too. Like, goddamn, Belfast used an out of ring, out of the ring suplex to Regal, and then followed it up with a cactus elbow. Like, holy shit! Or I, actually, sorry, I think it was a uh, 
Belfast that went out of the ring with the suplex and took the uh the out of the ring elbow. So really, just a real physical match. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did uh, enjoy it on on a physical level. <laughs> oh, that sounds weird. On a physical level. <laughs> on a brutality <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope he's uh, trying to collect it. And, and I think what makes it oh, <laughs> you jackass, you you jackass. But uh, Josh, are you gonna start using that? Jackass. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> Uh, no, but I think what really uh, puts over the crowd for like um getting into the match, aside from the pure brutality of it, is that despite getting busted open, which I'm pretty sure was uh, the hard way, Regal still plays the pompous heel, you know, postulating to the crowd, uh, putting up the, the peace sign and gritting with his British teeth, so... No, uh, and like uh, even just the little heel things when he's like choking out Finley with his boot, Meanwhile, talking to the ref, even though he's choking him out illegally to distract him. So, I, I think just the heel character really got uh, Bruiser over as a babyface. Even though he didn't do too many babyface things, I think just since Regal was such a heel and the match was so physical, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I follow that. Very hard-hitting match. Uh, good heel work, yeah, no. Right. The, I think the only wow. downside for me on this match is this fucking finish when these random jock asses come the up. Blue, the blue blood. Yeah, no, I was like, what the fuck? I they forgot what you were talking about. Off, yeah, they yeah. came off off camera. So whoever's the cameraman, what the fuck? But you didn't see these guys until like they got into the frame at the last second. And then they throw out this, like, the kind of match they had here was like, to me, it kind of seemed like an epitome match, right? Like it was like the blow-off match, but instead yeah. of being a blow-off, we uh, we had a DQ finish that came out of nowhere because the camera didn't catch it. And goddamn, and the second non-clean finish. Which, to be fair, if this if you're gonna do that, this is probably the pay-per-view to, to do non-clean because you know it's on unconventional. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is kind of random. But eh, who who do you even know who the they they were no. the blue bloods no okay I mean I don't know if these were blue blood extras or if this were was a specific set of blue bloods like I'm not too pervy on the information but okay don't don't worry about it <laughs> don't uh... worry I won't <laughs> next week <laughs> yeah, next week I'm uh... like who who are those guys blue bloods what blue what <laughs> blue balls All right. but next Jeez. we have uh the giant and Jimmy Hart in an interview uh. The only notable thing I can remember was uh, Gene Okerlund talking to the Giant saying, Giant, well, he didn't say Giant, but he, referring to him, he says, you're tall, he's wide, in reference to the Loch Ness Monster. And yeah. hell, when Loch Ness comes out, he, he's definitely he's, wide. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, Loch Ness is wider, but Giant's a bit taller. So oh my God damn. These are big mother efforts. Yeah. I do remember uh, Giant started his promo with a like a fucking nursery rhyme. Oh yeah, it's really like I can stir it up with rhymes, stir it up with riddles. Loch Ness, you're gonna be like bacon on the griddle, the griddle. Oh Uh, man, I think. Wow, shit, you remembered that. Yeah, it's. I think it's the playoff because Giants rhyme in storybooks. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, but I don't think Andre ever rhymed. Now that I think about it, but... yeah, because he's not a story. He was a real person. And now that I think about it, I don't even think Andre Andre's English wasn't even that strong to begin with. But yeah, but I kind of wish he. If you're if you're gonna do a rhyme, you should at least he didn't do the rest of the 
pro moaner I'm, unfortunately. <laughs> you had to commit the whole way. Yeah. But, like, okay, so I thought Giant... Is Giant, like, heel? Because now he has a title shot against Ric Flair. But, like... I think Ric Flair's heel, so... Yeah. God, even at this time, it's a little confusing. Because <laughs> um, well, Giant r- was brought in by the Dungeon of Doom. He is a Dungeon of Doom. They're, they're poster boy. He was the ultimate solution for Hulk. <laughs> How many solutions? How many solutions do you fucking need for, for this, the one man, one dude? You can have like a whole whole dungeon full of people. You can have a whole tower, and it you still won't be enough. Can't be enough for the immortal powder, powder and frying pans. <laughs> that should have been a shirt. Powder uh, and frying pans. All right. I think we can move on to oh, please do to the greatest match of, of tonight. Medusa versus Colonel Rob Parker. Colonel Rob Parker. And uh, so, Colonel Rob Parker was billed in as 197 pounds. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw a red flag there. There's no way this motherfucker is only 197. Yeah, that's that's, that's my exact thoughts. I'm like the fuck. <laughs> Like, I remember he was running in, and they said that. I was like, like what? I had to pause and rewind yeah, it to make sure. Looks, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, got, I, got, I got nothing. Maybe he was real short, I can believe it, <laughs> or his body width. But seeing as he's actually significantly tall and, he's, and his body width, there's no way he's 197. I did enjoy his uh, his character work though. This is a southern mannerisms. Well, that and like at the beginning, I actually thought the psychology of this match was very tight. I actually enjoyed this match through and through because, look, Medusa is definitely significantly a better athlete than Rob Parker, but Rob Parker is not a one ninety seven pound man. Uh, he is a significantly mm-hmm. larger person, so he's able to muscle Medusa into the ring during the lockup. But oh, made made sense. Imagine that. Something making <laughs> sense in this paper. <laughs> well, Not exactly the last match. Uh, <laughs> There's so many uh, we're not even gonna talk about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, don't worry. We'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> no, but, but Medusa was able <laughs> Medusa was able to to outmatch Parker with her superior speed and then showing her uh, athleticism later with her multiple um uh, hell she body slammed him and Look, Rob Parker sold like how I think a manager would take damage, you know, because they're not going to be tough as nails, right? They're not wrestlers. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, th- I think how he took his beating from Medusa really made sense. And yeah. oh my god, oh my god, dude, I, I, I fucking, I, 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 I lost my mind when Medusa fucking German suplexed Parker. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, she yeah, got his, a- he got his not one ninety seven pound ass over her head. Like, holy shit, and. I actually thought it was really interesting with how um, Dick Slater interferes by pulling um, her foot from the rope and Parker, being the much larger, not 197-pound man, smothering her for the pin. Yeah. So. so it makes sense. You know, fluky win, you know, because he is the lesser of the two in terms of ability at this point. He was yeah. a wrestler, though, right? Back in the uh, day. I am not Back sure. in the day. Maybe. I mean, yeah. maybe he could have been, but his psychology was definitely good. But yeah, and I thought his promo. I, in general, going back to the promo, I thought the promo was actually, you know, ignoring the. Uh, no, I mean, it, it made sexism. him. Speak. It was a good. 
It was a good him, promo. Yeah, he's it, a heel. It, uh, it painted him as a slimy character, and that's yeah. that's what he was going for. So good, good worker, Dr. Parker. All right, let's move on to the Loch Ness interview segment. Loch Ness. Tell me what oh you boy. thought about this Loch Ness monster. Loch Ness. And I, huh. I was like, why did they, at first I was like, why are they referring to this man as Loch Ness? And then I realized, oh, it's because he's big and European, so he's got to be Loch Ness. Yeah, which is weird, but he's British, though. Like, he's not Scottish. No, but shut up. <laughs> he couldn't. Hold on, let me think of. Never mind, I'm not going to think of. Oh, oh, call him like Big Ben. What the fuck? Hello, there. I did it. I did it. That's not as bad thing as Loch Ness. <laughs> so you got Loch Ness or uh, Giant Haystacks, as he was known. Uh, bringing in Jess. Uh, another oh, fucking that's solution. Giant, that's Giant Haystacks? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He was also fucking brought in to defeat Hulkamania, but I guess not. So he was another he's... solution. <laughs> I mean, I that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of how it works, right? It's like you have a big... I mean, that's how the, the old uh, old, old uh, sh- wrestling worked. It's like you have your... You either have a heel that everyone chases, or you have a baby face that has monsters... Or you have the WWF model where you have a mm-hmm. super baby face champ that knocks down all comers, right? Yeah, you got King Kong Bundy. You had uh, Earthquake. The Canadian Earthquake, yeah, he had one. Yeah. Andre, obviously. Yeah, or you know, you with... Uh, W and you have like a, you have the greatest of all time. Woo, Ric Flair. Mm. You know, I'm a gets away through thick and, thick and foul like through every match, but he's not exactly put put over as unbeatable, and he's not exactly vanquishing monsters. Mm. He's just a champ that people chase. Oh, but yeah, getting back into the lock, this Loch Ness. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he he does the the big <laughs> Nessie. <laughs> oh god okay yeah he gets, he gets the, the the you know oh, i'm gonna beat you giant uh but then he says because i remember I, I looked it up he was i guess managed by jimmy hart but they had a falling out i guess and so gene is like hey yeah, is what everyone would you managed do? by jimmy hart <laughs> i mean <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah i guess he was managing like everyone on the dungeon of doom i guess so does that just mean he's dungeon of doom manager I guess so. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he, he's asked, hey, what would you do if you got your hands on him? And then Loch Ness is like, oh, I would do things you couldn't even show on TV. I'm like, what the fuck? It's uncensored. What the fuck? Tell me. I want to know. <laughs> why, do you, why are you censoring? Why are you censoring yourself? I want to know. Also, like, hold on. So this is pay-per-view. Is pay-per-view technically like TV? I don't know. I was well... thinking about that. It kind of is. You're not watching it on like a computer it's like, screen. It's like, it's like tangently related to TV because you know you get to the pay per view wrestling pay per views by following the storylines on TV. But yeah, but I, I think I've heard it multiple times, like commentary referring to what we are watching now as on TV. So, yeah. so yeah. But no, I think uh, I did enjoy the the little dig Gene had at the end when he talked about. I, I forget how. <laughs> A little, t- I forget how how it exactly was structured, but saying basically you needed to see a dentist, and oh my god, the fucking the the, the look that Loch Ness like he just stared this man down, to, I, like in the the the, the you know, I segment you, I ends. You that was totally unscripted too. I bet you she's like, I'm about to rip this. Gene in his mind was like, I'm about to rip this motherfucker real hard. <laughs> And then yeah, the hears that, he's like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, the segment just ends with Loch Ness just staring, 
just fucking daggers into Gene's fucking face, and Gene's like, "Oh wait, that's this is a podcast. He can't see that." Uh, looking very uh, kind of flustered because he's probably gonna gonna get something a little later on when the who was the reporter around. that Andre choked? I know it's not Gene, but oh, uh, I think he was on a what do you call it? He was like a TV host, I think too, like a famous one. Kind of wish they, I kind of wish they did something similar to that. <laughs> Andre, I don't know how I feel about Gene's spray tan though. It looks kind of off Ooh. to me. I did notice, but eh, okay. I mean, it's not that important. But oh, Bob Euchre, and he was was he on? He's a name. Oh, but I, I think he's Price is Right. I think. Okay. That was a Price is Right. All right. So uh, before we move on. Something I want to say, I really do enjoy the wrestling format of like match, match, uh, interview, match, just kind of break it up. And I don't know, sometimes I like uh, shenanigan segments, you know, kind of like, um, how do I put this? Like, uh, you remember Brodus Clay? Uh, I don't think he was on TV when I started watching. Like, oh, he was like the pterodactyls and he had like a the dance fun, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen that. Or, okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like, I didn't enjoy it all the time, but I think every now and then, I think that's kind of a good like segment intermission, I guess, in a sense, right? In between matches. Yeah, I, yeah. I but, agree. Uh, Helps but, uh, set up, sets up for future matches. And yeah, but but overall, I think I do like the classic format of matches, so and so. Then you have your promos to set up matches later on in the card. Mm. So if anything, although a lot of things were unconventional. In this pay-per-view, I do like how they had a conventional uh, directing here as far as their segments. So, yeah. as I say that, let's talk about the Road Warrior promo. Uh, my main takeaway is Ooh. I think Hawk said... Um, the Medulla Oblongata, also known as the Brainstem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. And, I, and I, asked my, I asked my sister Bianca, who I was watching some of this with, because she just took a, a class about... Sorry, but it's like exam... For those of you who aren't in the know, I don't mean she needs a psych exam. Like, I think she's studying psychology. <laughs> no, she is. Yeah, she isn't. And I was like, hey, is it actually? And she was like, yeah, it's part of the brainstem, I guess. So he's not <laughs> so wrong. Not even, even completely accurate. I mean, hey, but he's not completely wrong either. <laughs> hey, what's six times seven? At least 40. I'm not completely wrong there either. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, can you, like have you ever, did you ever do that in math? Like when maybe like when you're small, it's like eh, between maybe when we're sitting in a in our calc teacher's class and I don't know the answer, so I'm just gonna write something stupid. Oh god, it's at least one. Oh, a greater than one. <laughs> oh fuck. It's like when you yeah, look at the a... math problem and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. Letters, letter. When letters like start creeping into the math, you know it's uh some shit. And for our, for that's a hard times promo right there, pal. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, Road Warriors, uh, their main shtick is you know they're just gonna get in there and kick your ass, and they're brutal mm -hmm. and they're vicious. So you could really tell that from their promo, and it makes sense. So not really much more else to take from that, and that's probably how it should be. And you, hey, number one thing, gotta remove the brainstem. So that would do. That would be really bad to do to I, someone. So. I guess he's just saying he's gonna murder them, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it would be I the first time that people have. 
It would be the first time that people have threatened to murder someone uh, like, in wrestling. Like the giant person. Gonzalez guy? <laughs> like, uh, I forgot uh, what the name of the, what he was in um, WCW, but I think I heard this on JR's podcast, Grilling with JR. But uh, I remember he was trying to coach up, I think, the guy who plays Giant Gonzalez for his Ric Flair um, uh, interview. Oh, I that was match. <laughs> I, I was like, whoa. I mean, probably that too, but... Yeah. uh. What's it called? He would say, Hur, Ric Flair, I kill you. And then JR's like, oh, okay, Giant, you, we can't say on TV you're going to kill anybody. Do you understand? <laughs> and, you know, Giant, the, the Giant Gonzalez like, yeah. They're like, yeah, whatever, I get okay. it. And so then they run their interview again, camera's rolling. Hur, Ric Flair, I kill you. <laughs> Obviously, JR is maybe a little yeah. upset. Just a tiny bit, like myth <laughs> that he didn't get the get didn't get the memo that he directly told him. <laughs> right uh. Oh man, what a guy! But hey, man. he definitely was not a booty man because the booty man is going one on one with DDP, and actually, DDP. what was. A pretty competitive contest. I actually really enjoyed this match, surprisingly. Yeah, that was Look, and the reason why I say that is I'm not trying to diminish Ed Leslie. I actually think he, he's a pretty good wrestler, but I just don't understand. Like, what is the booty man? Yeah, the booty man, because... Uh, is you this know, man of... like the ass man, like Billy Gunn? Because if so, like, Billy Gunn's much better at it. Yeah, he doesn't look like someone who should be going around talking about butts i think you know what i mean like it's just weird sorry i just want to kind of dig into that a little bit like how do you think someone who would talk about butts i feel like someone who like is more like attractive (laughs) Uh, you know what i mean like yeah you know what you're saying because how old is he at this point too like you can't be too old and 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 going around talking about booty like this it's kind of out of being um uh questionable kind of creepy yeah, yeah, but uh, and he had the little he had like little cutouts on his pants for accentuate his, his butt. He's the booty man. He's the booty man. Yeah, no, it's it's probably his, I really don't. Like it. And I was just like, what is this? It lo- it's, it's, it's just the yeti. This is the yeti, isn't it? Little questionable. This, this is the yeti with red tights underneath the toilet paper. It's uh, it's a look. Oh man. <laughs> But I did like how DDP looked because his parent he's homeless now, or he lost all his money. Yeah, part of the storyline, lo- and he lost his woman, the Diamond Doll, yeah. who came yeah, out, did enjoy, came out in the Booty Man's colors, in colors, and straight up said she wanted to be her boy, or she wanted him to be her boy. Him, you mean Booty Man pronouns? Yeah, bo- pronoun prowl. Well, well, <laughs> she wanted to fuck him. I guess. <laughs> Actually, no, do you know uh, Oh, oh, go go for uh, it. And the backstory of like because uh, wasn't always because he didn't lose because in in Booty Man spot it actually was a uh, Mark Marrow originally doing taking yeah, away all of DDP's right. a lot of substitutions yeah. in this pay per view because way. because Mark Marrow being the Christian he is didn't want to do an angle in which he was involved with another man's wife on television. Wait, but but wasn't he? Did he marry Sable and? Yeah, Sable kind of had like a big thing with Playboy with hands on her breasts, which I guess doesn't say 
in the Bible as far as, you know, don't have your wife. Don't be, don't be enthralled with a woman who shows her breast with hands covering. Like they, I guess there's no specific instance <laughs> like that. I, I, I guess as far as like I don't know relationship piety and uh, morality, <laughs> I don't know that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. A little, a little a contradiction, but you know, hey. I mean, it's not a fair, one-to-one. Fair. It's yeah. not a one-to-one contradiction, but still, like. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little murky. It's a little murky, but, you know, fair play to him if, if he felt uncomfortable. Uh, so I guess they're like, hey, who wants this spot of pretending to to, to kiss uh, Kimberly Page and Booty Man stepped up? Oh, is that what it was? Is that what the point of contention was? That he didn't want to kiss uh, Kimberly? I mean, if that's oh, what yeah, it is, they... I get it. Yeah, no, yeah, he didn't want to be, like, shown, interact, you know, because even though... Uh, kayfabe they're they're divorced or whatever they were still like actually married in real life right so. i think they do get actually get divorced at some point though okay and by them i mean ddp and uh diamond doll did you know she was the lead nitro girl i didn't know that oh you do know the nitro girls right yeah i do know i don't know them, like really well <laughs> yeah. <don't> <laughs> maybe you should have <laughs> Like all I'm yeah, saying is, because as we learned on uh, Ready to Rumble, oh, uh, falling, you. It, <laughs> you, the top one will end up uh, betraying you because I forget <laughs> what I forget why. Because uh, can't trust them women. I guess I don't know, dude. So I I mentioned Ready to Rumble with my uh, wrestling buddies yesterday, and they're like, uh, I was like, dude, I hate that movie, and they're like, dude, we love that movie. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's like, time to find new wrestling friends. <laughs> so, did they say why? I'm really interested to know. I was really annoyed. Okay, I'm guessing yeah, it's like, like they. I, I do think there are parts of it that. I like mm, it when there's mind, wrestlers man. in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess Hot David Arquette's a wrestler now, but he wasn't hey, at the time. Of. No, he, he's actually yeah. in pretty good shape. I haven't seen all a lot of his matches, but you know he seems confident. So more power to him. But in context of that movie, fuck David Arquette. It's a, it's an experience that I don't know if you should bother with. I definitely want to do it again. Oh god, again, god. Okay, yeah, Booty Man DDP. Uh, yeah, so overall, gimmick. I thought it was. It was a simplistic baby versus heel match with throwing in baby doll, but who said simple is bad? I actually thought it was really good. Um, they have the moment when they both posture to the crowd where obviously Booty Man, uh, who is like, the baby face, which is weird if your name is Booty Man, but whatever. Uh, he gets cheers yeah, he while DDP gets booze. And hell, DDP even sells out of the ring, kind of like, kind of makes me think of Ric Flair esque, right? Because um, he, he's a. Uh, stumbling i guess he's stumbling in the outside of the ring and he's falling to the audience hell he even goes over the guardrail and i actually really enjoyed that from him yeah even the, the called a fan scum and told the cameraman <laughs> to fuck off so yeah no really enjoyed the enjoy that yeah, and so. even more of like i mean i don't know if his inspiration was rick flair i'm just saying rick flair because that's what it made me think of but he even had the referee shove spot when he uh gets a shove from the ref and gets gets, gets his comeuppance as far as you know being a dick yeah 
Okay, and I kind of want to touch on this note you have here about yeah, Booty yeah. Man being <laughs> Okay, so as we knew, as we all know, Ed Leslie, a talented man he was, was the Zodiac for a time in the Dungeon of Doom. But uh, I guess apparently, I, okay, I don't know how the time... I don't know how the time... Right, when the Zodiac oh, yeah, came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Talented, isn't he? He's great. Yeah. He's uh, talented but... at something, maybe not being the Zodiac. <laughs> Okay, what was I saying? I forget how the timeline works out, like how he got outed, but apparently he was a spy for Hogan in the Dungeon of Doom. Because remember, so the Dungeon that, of Doom was... what? So he, he's not just making bullshit up. Yeah, like he's, he not, he's not. That's legit what happens in canon. That legit happened, happened because now, cause he, he's now face, I guess, as Booty Man. And I love how Heenan's like, he, he calls him a traitor and says, oh, and he, he hates liars and cheats. Oh man, he and one of the we were one of one of if not the like most well known heel. Uh... He's literally called the weasel. <laughs> you uh, take that as you like, but uh, it's it's on the you know the tone deaf like heel thing. It's like oh man, what a yeah, you know, good good stuff. Oh, I'm uh. Do you know who Kenny Omega is? Yeah. You know his finisher, the V trigger, when it's like a running knee to the head. I don't know the move, but I know the name. Well, I know, I know he's a big Street Fighter nerd. Yeah. And, uh, I'm okay. pretty sure that's. I no, I, I'm certain that's where he got the name from because yeah. Street Trigger, right? Yeah. But uh, I, I'll, I'll send you a clip to it in a second. But but all I'm saying is, uh, Ed Leslie did the V Trigger before Kenny Omega. So, so so what obviously a, Ed Leslie is the greatest. What a great! What a what a fucking... Yeah. He's the greater... Okay, I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> hey, man, hey, uh, uh, fucking Kenny Omega shilled, uh, uh, what do you call it, an anime uh, mobile game that I played. A gotcha so. game? That fucking weave. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. But it's a, it's a mainly a rhythm game, so... Oh, have really? You seen, have you seen that commercial? Bang oh, Dream Girls Party? Because it starts out with, like, him looking serious, like, getting ready to go in the ring, and then he puts earbuds in, and, like, ah, oh, here we go. Puts up his phone and is playing some, playing some Bang Dream. Bang Dream Girls Party. Greatest in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is my favorite wrestler mobile game commercial is the one with Kevin Owens. <laughs> For oh, the Supercard. Remember the oh, okay. Supercard one? I haven't He's seen like, that one though. I mean, no, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. What? No, well, like, I don't the, remember it. Okay, I'll, I'll send that one to you too. But uh, <laughs> okay, and okay. So before we uh, go further on, I do want to put a little disclaimer. I probably should have put at the beginning. <laughs> no, it's not anything crazy, but no. Uh, as a, as a fellow wrestler, uh, I respect everyone that's in this pay per view. Uh, I commend their ability just to be on TV. Uh, and anything that may be seen as like being uh, mean or rude isn't really meant to. It's just meant to be in good jest and whatever. But okay, yeah, no, okay, no. I, I do credit their ability to be on TV and such. Okay, so 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 Kenny and Omega I, stole. Think... He stole the high knee. It's the yes. high knee. Get it? The high knee. Get it? Because high knee uh, means high knee means butt. He's the uh, booty man. Dude, you know what? <laughs> if it wasn't called high knee. Then that, that's really a missed opportunity. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, why is it called that? <laughs> you mean Kenny Omega's move? No, uh, fucking uh, no, they did call, no, they did call it the high knee. You didn't hear it? Oh, shit, no, I missed it. 
Okay, I'm yeah, listening that makes sense. for this stuff. Come on. <laughs> pivotal. This shit's pivotal to the to the experience of Booty Man. You uh, need to. But know. yeah, uh, back to what I was saying. I think all these guys, fantastic wrestlers, uh, for being in here. Granted, some of these matches they were put into maybe weren't so fantastic. And also, there's a lot of stuff that I would need to work on. So I'm not trying to criticize from a higher place. Just trying to give an as objective of a view as I can. So, and uh, I just wanted to say that before we get into this Lex Luger promo, where hey, he broke up with Jimmy Hart, but he got a sweet ass jacket from me. That kind of was great. Actually, I, I wanted to what... ask you, like, because because Jimmy Hart says it's an official Lex Luger jacket. So does that mean it's like an official WCW product, or is it like did Luger do it himself? Because then, if it is, then why is he giving him a copy of his own jacket? Because it it's a Lex Luger product, right? It's an yeah. official one. What does that mean? An official I guess Lex maybe Luger jacket. It's officially been made by Hart. Like I don't know. the The word "official" there is kind of loose. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was kind of funny. It's like he's you're giving him. I don't know. I was thinking too hard on giving him, that. giving him his own merch that he already has. Was <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what they're trying to say. Maybe they're just trying to put over that Jimmy Hart's not a great manager to Luger. Who knows? Uh, but overall, that's a cool jacket. I kind of want one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Jimmy I, Hart's always got like weird fucking or cool looking jackets. Or some of them look weird. No, some reminds of them definitely of, uh, look weird. Some of, reminds me of. Uh, I think it was Rick Rude when he was feuding with Ultimate Warrior, and he had like tights that had like Warrior's face on them. Oh, dude, I love that. Or, uh, uh God, Rick Rude was feuding with Macho Man, and I think he got Miss Elizabeth's face oh, on his tights. And that was so fucking good. I was there, there for that go. one. That's how you do it. <laughs> Why uh, wasn't he in an angle with Mark Merrill? I don't know. No, probably not. If they were, yeah. if he had troubles with, uh, yeah, with infidelity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, I want to talk about the the Luger promo. I did like how he was just staring into the camera and just like flexing, like. Well, like, honestly, I, I kind of wish that. Like, like, look. To to be fair, like I think Luger kind of stumbled over the promo. Like I remember a line going like, "Contrary to popular." rumor and it's like contrary belief but look i mean i I need to work on my promo skills too so i can't judge too hard but honestly who gives a shit he's got the greatest fucking body in professional wrestling like did you see when he when he played air guitar with his abs yeah fuck dude like (laughs) if i was good i would just fucking flex talk about my muscles and and then you you have actually actually, you know what yeah he doesn't really like big up his body a lot he just he never he never incorporates that into his promo that much. Oh, he does say he's the he's the ultimate or fuck. Oh the shit! Yeah, okay. dude. The, the, like, the wait, wait, what's what's the word they use? Burned in your brain. It's a literally. Like sure, his promo skills aren't great, but goddamn, greatest body in wrestling. So who gives a shit, man? It's so yeah. It's so sad that he what he looks like now though, but. That uh, is kind of a shame. But yeah. But, when hey, he was dude. on top, when he was on top, he was on top. Like, goddamn, those fucking traps, man. Traps and shoulders, shit. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna fucking uh, Gary stride him, him right now? I, he I was going to be in... I can only get so erect, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he was going to be in the the World Bodybuilding Federation. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and then I think Vince pulled him out from there. Why him out of all the other Fantastic Physiques? I, I don't know. Maybe he thought yeah. so, there's something special about him, honestly. But maybe the others just didn't want to wrestle. <laughs> maybe. All right, let's talk about Lockers. Lock Two other giant. massive men. Maybe not quite the same way Luger's a massive man, yeah. but. Uh, short yeah. match, which was surprising to me. Like, I don't know. I really thought this was going to be more of a competitive big man, big man match because that's kind of what they were billing it as. But it was more so like Giant kind of, kind of ate Lockness's lunch here, right? A little bit, yeah. I mean, Giant is like a lot younger and on the up and up, you know. So, so yeah, maybe that was the overall point. But I don't know. I just kind of, hmm. Yeah, you would think like such a it it is a pun intended big match so you would think it'd go a little little longer than just or at least be a little more competitive three. right mm-hmm. but it's more so yeah. like uh i think giant and correct me if i'm wrong here i think a giant jumped uh jumped him early on and then got the advantage then i think Lockness took over for a little bit but then giant uh wrestled control away from him and then i think finished it with the with the giant leg drop mm-hmm. right yeah so. sounds about right also, like, yeah, this match is to deter. Like, the winner got to fight Ric Flair tomorrow, but like, uh, they mentioned in the Conan Eddie Guerrero match for the U.S. title that they said the winner, whoever's the U.S. title belt, is the uh, number one contender for the heavyweight champion too. So, Wait, did they really that? say that? They said that. <laughs> so yeah. there's more than one number one contender. I which, guess so, but which goes against the definition. Of what a number one contender is, but okay. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I yeah, think the I don't know. That makes me I think of the odd wall match that uh, Flair and Guerrero had. Do you remember that? No. Ah, uh, but there's like a bunch of it was like in the middle of like, but fuck nowhere, and there were a bunch of people on Harley's and. No, I remember the I remember the pay per view. Okay, but I don't. Well, I don't remember Rick that Flair's ass match. came out. That's my favorite match. That pay per view. Do you remember the match with uh, Harlem Heat versus? Oh, I think uh, it was the Outcast. Was it the Outcast? Yeah, have to... it, it, it was a uh, Hall. Oh, it might, it might have been Sting. I think. Yeah, it was, I, th- I thought. I, think it was... Th- that was, I mean, to be fair, it was a it was a while ago. This was like our third episode. <laughs> But then they're like they're really booing Harlem Heat, and you're and we're just like, oh, hmm, I wonder why they're booing them so much. But who knows? Oh, oh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, shit. Harlem Heat was a really competitive heel team, so yeah, okay, makes sense. Uh, I, you know, maybe maybe that's the reason. Who knows? Yeah, Harlem Heat versus oh the Steiners. Oh shoot. Okay. Okay. And then we had. Yeah, I do remember. I think it was. Uh, where is it? Okay, I don't. Oh, yeah, Outsiders versus Sting and Luger. Okay, there you go. I was, is, I was confusing the this, matches. This is later this year. Wait a minute. Wow. Yeah, Hogwild '96. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I think that's uh, yeah, no, uh, and just to go back to the statement when I said uh, this is where ECW is kind of evolving to be more international, which I think is something they did better than WWF at the time, and I think it deserves recognition for that. But uh. They they had Ultimo Dragon versus Rey Mysterio yeah, yeah. same year. Yeah, they brought in uh, some Japanese talent. You got oh yeah, Bull Nakano. 
Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. There you go. Okay. But hey, let's get on to this next promo with Sting and Booker T in the most 90s outfit ever. <laughs> Lots of purple and flames, but goddamn, it's Booker T super jacked, so who gives a shit? Yeah. They... Oh my god, he's built like a fucking house. Jesus. And he's a straight OG brother. That's <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Oh man, I fucking love it. It's going beyond like neck bone. What? What's that even? <laughs> I don't get it. I'm not uh, I'm not savvy enough to understand. Yeah, I'm not I don't I don't think I'm qualified to to, to talk about to translate um, it. But I, I, I am qualified to enjoy Sting trying to emulate Booker T's uh Energy. vernacular. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's trying to hype him up too. Hey, and then I also like how Booker T was like, "Yeah, I'm about to slap you too if you get me too hyped up." Like, <laughs> oh, good, good, a lot of energy. Uh, for yeah, these two. You know, actually, as a as a cool uh, babyface tag duo, I, I enjoyed it as a promo. So, so enlighten me on this situation a little bit. I'm not, I'm not quite sure yeah, I'm not what a- the situation is as far as the tag championship is concerned. Yeah, so I do know they do mention how Sting and Luger are tag champs but for some reason i guess because luger is part of the dungeon of doom i think so he's going to be in the match and in, in the main event so he can't defend the is title with the sting doom, or is he part of the alliance no he's no he's part of the well the alliance is the dungeon of doom plus the four horsemen right that's why, why flair and yeah that's why flair and anderson well, together huh i guess luger's not horseman at the time yeah so I guess he he's not in the tag match, so I guess they're like, okay, Sting's like, I guess I'll ask Booker T. Uh, and then yeah, I don't know if they really involvement of Harlem Heat. I don't know. It's kind of weird to be honest, the storyline, but whatever. Yeah, I, I don't I don't fully understand it. I'll give it as I much thought as they did and not care. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I do remember at the very end when they had the involvement with uh, uh, Stevie Ray. Right and then Lex yeah. Luger, and then I think at the very end, Stevie Ray is like, "We're gonna come for our tag team champions, so our tag team belts to the belt or to the camera." So I'm, I think that implies that maybe Booker T agreed to help out Sting if uh, he yeah. and Stevie Ray got a title shot. I think it makes sense to me. That actually makes sense. I can believe that. But maybe they didn't actually important. explain. Didn't I was gonna say like maybe I missed it. that then, but <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, how you explained it makes sense, so maybe that's what it yeah. was. Probably not. Sounds, but... Yeah, good enough for me. That, that sounds pretty good. So yeah, let's get on to uh, Road Warriors Whoa. and Sting in a Chicago street fight. But we're not in Chicago, so I'm a little confused. Yeah, so generally, like, yeah, would, would they just hold it in Chicago, and that's what makes it a Chicago street fight? Because they even, yeah. I know there have been other ones, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, okay, from what I remember in WWE, they would be like, if it's a notable town, they'll insert the name of the town street fight, you know, or if it's a, a holiday thing, I remember they had, like, Miracle on First Street. <laughs> First street fight, and that was like okay. Randy. Orton. Oh no, no, it was like uh, Elias versus Bobby Lashley or something. So okay. as to why they're calling it Chicago Street Fight, maybe it's because the Road Warriors are from Chicago. But I think that's it. Yeah. Honestly, could you just 
say it's a street fight. Street fight. And even Luger's like, because uh, Luger's from Chicago, I think, because he said in the promo, he's like, it doesn't include me, Luger, from Chicago. It's kind of weird, but that's that's a weird situation too. But yeah, I don't. It's just a, just general street fight. And rules, I guess. Anything, like this isn't even a street fight because I think. Well, okay, maybe I'm brainwashed on the WWE um, uh, rules, but street fight finishes are mandated to happen in the middle of the ring. I think. Oh. Okay. But um, uh, for this street fight, they were pinning. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were pinning outside the ring too, right? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't understand that you could do that either until I heard. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there was a pin attempt outside. That could have been the end. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, so wow. so it's not even really a street fight. More so a false attack or a tornado tag team false count anywhere. But I guess that's more of a mouthful to say Chicago. Maybe maybe yeah, that's the Chicago. Chicago. Oh. Tornado, tornado tag, windy city. Probably not. Well, hey, let's get into this match. Uh, I think Bobby Heenan explains it so eloquently and so eloquently. Um, doesn't matter who is legal and unlegal. So wait, I didn't, uh, I didn't catch him saying unlegal. Let, let me walk that back. Not illegal. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's illegal. Going back to the tagline, things you haven't even thought of. <sighs> you know, honestly, this match was kind of bloated for me, and there were some things that kind of didn't. Yeah, that was kind of to me. Like, I think if this was just a regular tag match, I really would have loved this match, just given the people who are in it. But throwing the fact that it's false count anywhere and. It's quote unquote a Chicago street fight. I think just made it a mess. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with it. it was very messy. Yeah, with everyone. Where the fuck is they the getting all these random weapons from in the backstage? From Can the we back? at least, like, is this a video game? He's just spawning them and then he's just walking out with them. Like, could you at least show us uh, that? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, that would have been nice. But oh well, no, it's, oh, it's, and, uh, it's to prepare you for when Booker T walks out and you have the drama of oh no, he's gonna he's betraying Sting. He's walking out. When he didn't. Wait, actually, something I want to say. I guess Hawk is immune to Paul Drivers because Sting and Booker T gave him Paul Driver, and it was almost like it's almost as if they they just gave him a simple gut punch, like it didn't matter. And but meanwhile, like if I remember correctly, I think Booker T gave him a Paul Driver to the outside. Might I add? Oh, I don't remember that. He gave him like a savat kick, and then that's what downed Hawk. So am I to believe that the cumulative damage downed him? But I can't even say that's true because he got up right after the pile driver. So I could you can't even say it's cumulative damage. I guess I mean I guess pile drivers uh, just don't do anything anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, aren't, aren't uh Road Warriors known for kind of no selling some offense? Yeah, but why are you no selling the pile driver? But you're <laughs> But the savat kick is what's uh, it's a fucking poly the outside. Hey, Terry Funk used on, a on fucking the driver to break in in, in storyline to break fucking Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's neck through the announce table. Meanwhile, fucking Booker T Paul drives a much larger man to the floor and it doesn't need shit. Hey, that, hello, look, look, no look, 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 look. They're the road warriors, right? You could say it was on the road. The the pile drivers outside the ring on the road. 
What They're about hard the into this stuff. What about the one that was in the ring? I was just sending a dick. Yeah, know. yeah. Look, look. No selling. I get it. Like, there, there's a time and a place for it. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, a degree to it, right? Like, okay, if I stabbed you, are you not going to no sell that? <laughs> but, but, you'll, but you'll sell if I slapped you in the face? Like, what? Out of here. Maybe he had a traumatic. Never mind. I, uh, yeah, I you know, that's why. That's why I put it on here. Paul drive as a child into the floor, <laughs> so therefore it made him immune to Paul drivers because of that traumatic experience. Oh, look! What doesn't who, kill you makes you stronger. Who am I to fucking say about psychology? You know, like I'm not a grandmaster of that either, but it just stands out to me like like a sore thumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, and no. God damn it. <sighs> God. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see what else we got in our notes here. Oh, wait. So, is Borker T's finished the scissor kick at this time, or is it not? I'm, I was just curious about that. I'm pretty sure... Okay, our the last pay-per-view we did was... Was it before this happened? What was the it last pay-per-view? Oh man, I don't know. It was a while. The last pay per view we did, I don't even think was WCW. We did like King of the Ring. I oh, think. did we? Oh yeah, wait, you're sure. right. Oh yeah, we did from '94. King of the Ring '94. Yeah, we did do. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I saw him do it. So, but I don't know. Maybe it's not his finisher yet. Like I guess I'm just. I'll... Yeah, in the 2000s, I thought it was his finisher, but maybe it's not here. That's not really like something that's off to me. I was just legit curious about it. I'm just curious. It's like how uh, when Sean was still doing super kicks, but his finisher was a teardrop suplex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Dude, wait, hold on. Did, did Sting get handcuffed during this? Did you hear I, that? I didn't get that. I, I only saw, uh, was it Hawk? Hawk is the one with the I know, the more face paint, right? Uh, sure, Hawk is the one no, no, with no, no, the... No, no, no. Animals no, the, was the one. Water. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure. The... I'm almost okay. ashamed that... I Honestly... Hold on. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna make I'm sure. That I don't know, like, dead on. Okay, yeah, Hawk is the one with the spider on his head. Yeah, okay. Wait, no, 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 no. I had it right the first it. time. I had it right the oh, first yeah. time where Animal's the one with the spider and Hawk is, yeah, okay. uh. Hawk is the one that no sold. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, only, I only got that Animal was the one that got handcuffed when he got led to the back of the trap. Oh, okay. So there was so look. That's the point I'm trying to make. Is it's there was a lot of chaos going on that I didn't understand. There's a handcuffing involved to begin with. You know, like maybe it's a little cheesy uh, nowadays. How sometimes like they really embellish like when they're doing some major event like handcuffing. But at least at that point, you could see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even know that. Because the only reason I knew someone was handcuffed at all is this, they mentioned it on commentary, and, I, and I'm looking at the screen. I was like, what, when did this, and where did this mm. happen? But... Yeah, it, overall, yeah, I do agree. The, the match was very messy and pretty long and wasn't the most interesting, I feel, uh, at times. I did think it was a little interesting how they got backstage and Luger and Oh, Steve. yeah, yeah, I, I, did, I didn't enjoy that part. I, yeah, I thought that was actually kind of cool. But uh, I love... I love how when they get backstage and Luger's just staring into a mirror, admiring his body. Like, that's what he does. I love it. 
that should be the promo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't see you. Yeah, uh, no. Like, like, that's, oh, that'd be great. Look, look, look. Just, just picture this. Uh, the screen opens up with Luger's face in the mirror. But, like, he's doing all these poses and he's talking talking himself up. Like, oh, he's got the best body in the business. Oh, you do. Yeah. yeah. Biceps. And then it just slowly zooms out to him talking to himself. Like, I think that's, yeah. a, great, that's a great character uh, right there. Oh, well. No, but he needs Something to be like, the next Hogan. He needs to be, he needs to talk and love the people. And, oh, man. I mean, he definitely should have hit poses. That's for sure. Yeah. Did one part. But, um, okay. uh. I don't think it's the best part for me. <laughs> but yeah, you could do. A I love little... doing the. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think. Do you remember when Colonel Parker? I think he he was a. Uh, he did something on Medusa. I forget what it was, and then he did the gunshot. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you, man, posing's one of the best parts of wrestling. But uh, uh something that I kind of thought was that I wish was uh, more prevalent in this match is there wasn't a lot of double team moves. And yeah, actually, if anything, the the tag team that was thrown together employed a few. Uh, they, they employed more tag moves than the the established tag team, the Road Warriors. Now, if you're trying to tell the story where the Road Warriors like are just two individuals that beat the shit out of each other, you know that kind of makes sense. But they've been a tag team for a while, so why couldn't they just? They didn't have to do flashy uh, double team moves, but couldn't they just kick the shit out of one guy at the same time? You know. And, yeah, and definitely with this format, you would think it'd be more conducive, right, to double teaming. Right, like, yeah, like, they don't have to do, like, rockers-esque tag team moves, but just grab the dude and start wailing on him, right? Yeah, most of the time it was just like, I'll take you this guy, and you'll take the other guy. We'll just... guy? Yeah. 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 I mean, I thought, okay, at this point, I thought the double camera was pretty effective here. But when we get into the next match, God, I really hated that double <laughs> Okay, and before we uh, move on, I just want to talk about the finish here. So, I just think, uh, well, I remember one of the Road Warriors, I think it was Hawk, hit either Booker T or Sting with the chair shot to the brain. And, uh, you know, they, they, they took it, right? And it's a devastating move, but that wasn't the end of the match. But how am I to, how does that kind of make sense when, or how does it make sense when, you have uh, the Road Warriors, the tougher guys. They take one chair shot to the head from Stevie Ray, but they can't get up from that. You know what Stevie I mean? Stevie Ray is 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 the powerhouse of Harlem. <laughs> I think he is bigger. No, he, he's definitely bigger. bigger. <laughs> but look, what I'm trying to make is these guys are built on their toughness. Hell, they don't even believe in taking power drivers, right? So, so how does doing a chair shot to their head as opposed to a chair shot they did earlier that their opponents got up from, how does that end the match, you know? It kind of doesn't make sense to me. Or am I overthinking it here? Uh, I think you have, a, you have a case. Uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Like, look, I, I think at this match was just a regular tag match, and it didn't have like all the convoluted traits of being a false count anywhere plus a street fight. I, I think I would have really preferred that match, this match with these, uh, with these wrestlers in there, in that type of setting. But I guess, I guess we gotta have the Chicago Street fight because it's uncensored, right? Even yeah, though we're and... not in Chicago. Yeah, but you know that's one way to improve that match. But you know what match didn't need improving? Oh my god! <laughs> and let's get into the let's get into the epitome, or the end of this pay per view. 
Uh, the Doomsday Cage match. I guess. Because, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is similar, or at least if not the exact structure from uh, the main event of Ready to Rumble, right? Triple Cage? Yeah, yeah, it was a triple cage. Was okay. Question for you: Is Ray Rumble before or after this movie? No, no. Ray Rumble was definitely after this movie because because oh, okay. fucking Goldberg is in Ray Rumble, and this is this pay per view is pre Goldberg. Yeah. Okay. So maybe yeah. they just reused it because I think I heard him say, "Oh, we've never seen this before." I'm like, "But you made you made the fucking movie with it." But okay, that makes sense if it's after. So okay, give me a rundown because Shivani tried to explain what are the rules of this match. You see me looking at shit like that? I <laughs> I thought I knew them. I thought I fucking knew them. Okay, so so for the alliance to end Hulkamania, all they have to do is pin either him or Macho at any time. Okay, sure. Okay. Sure. And uh but apparently I thought my understanding was all Hulk and Macho had to do was get out of the cage, like a cage match, you know? Oh really? Like the escape. No? I what maybe do you think it was. Well, look. <laughs> That's what I thought, but then the end of the match, yeah, it ends with Savage pinning someone, and they declared that the end of the match. So I'm a little, and and actually, they escaped the cage way before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> That's why I was confused. We're like, wait, we have 20 minutes left. I guess they don't. <laughs> or because in the beginning they do say, okay, they need to scale the cage down from the top level. They start yeah, at the top I level, and they have to that. go down. But then like. Okay, what does that do? If if that's not part of the win condition, then what? Because I, I thought they had to scale down to 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 face the other, yeah, the other yeah. members of the alliance, but they just ended up coming down. <laughs> they all came down anyway. It's a big fucking mess. Okay, I heard this at the beginning. Would please, please send your hate <laughs> tweets at E Bischoff. And asking him, what the fuck is the Doomsday Cage match? Uh, or you know what? Listen yeah. to the podcast episode about it. Maybe he fucking explains it. Or maybe, maybe he, he does explain it. I hope maybe, he does. Or maybe he says, I don't know. But I can't recall. I, that'd, be, that'd be great, too. <laughs> you don't remember? Oh, How could you... So, I, yeah. I, you know what? For as long as I live, I don't think I'll be able to forget the Doomsday Cage. Hey, you know what? They, I think, I think WCW did its job. Unforgettable, unforgettable moments. So yeah, it's basically twenty-five minutes of a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Look, and then and, why does Arn Anderson come in in a fucking jumpsuit? Yeah. <laughs> Arn Anderson is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and I respect him as entering ability. But what the fuck is he I, wearing? I don't and know then he takes it off about. anyway at he the end, and he's wearing his regular gear. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, Look, I I, if I remember correctly, I think his my spot promo when he retires is in '95, and uh, this pay per view happens in '96. So maybe him wearing a suit or wearing a sweats is something in relation to that. But honestly, I don't know. I really don't yeah. get what everyone else is in their gears. So I don't get it. <laughs> It also bothers me how like Michael Buffer introduces Z Gangsta and the Ultimate Solution, but oh, they're not there. They're not even fucking there. And I get like, oh, they're. I guess you're saving them for the end. <laughs> you're, you're you're saving your uh your kill shot or whatever. I guess. 
Oh my god. I'm trying to find out what year this was. This is 96. No, 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 sorry. What oh. year Arn Anderson retires. Okay. God, if this is one of his last matches, like, goddamn, I'd be pissed. <laughs> but uh, continue on about the Doomsday Cage, please. Doomsday Cage, so yeah, it's, uh, because it's a cage, you know, it's just a lot of brawling and hitting each other with the cage. Actually, there was a really good moment. So when Dusty's trying to get over how dangerous the cage is, and he's like telling viewers like, oh yeah, why don't you go get some uh, chain link or whatever and lay on it. And and then I love how Heenan's like, oh, and also while you're at it, go put your neighbor in a fucking figure four. <laughs> I, think, I think in the moment, uh, uh, Flair and Arn Anderson had the two guys in figure fours. And then that, he had... That, that could have been a cool moment. And instead, it said this moment is fucking buried under the doomsday cage. Yeah, and then and then uh, the comments of the the night, uh, in my opinion, Heenan's like, oh, oh he retired in '97, but okay. he barely competes in '96. Is Arn okay. Anderson? Okay. Yeah, but then uh, then he went on to say, and then put your Doberman in the figure eight because it has four <laughs> legs. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that actually. That was really good. Oh, I love Bobby yeah. Eaton, bro. Nah, he's great. He's fucking great. I, in terms of like color commentary, I can't think of someone who can. Who, I mean, I think, I think uh, Jerry Lawler's pretty good. Yeah. Especially when he was allowed to say whatever the fuck ever in uh, the 2000s. Actually, I do know? think I've seen some of his. Uh, it wasn't as a commentator, but um, his promos when he was like feuding with Bret Hart. I thought he was like. He's a fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, remember the uh, he was saying something about those kids in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what are you? Oh my god, we're laughing about man ripping up children <laughs> about <laughs> kids in the hospital. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this, this 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 cage match, uh, no one really knows what the rules are. I guess uh, mm. they're trying to push the Pullman angle, which I thought is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, why don't Z Gangster and Ultimate Solution show up? No one explains why. Why aren't they just uh-huh. there at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, I, I really can't yeah. explain it. It's just, I can't. Okay, and somehow Hogan and Savage have these uh, insurmountable odds against them, which honestly, they probably should have lost. But mm-hmm. I guess they get through the use of powder, which powder. they don't even, A, they don't even get a good shot of when it's yeah. initially used. And B, quote unquote, frying pans. Which are like hand sized and made out of tinfoil, it seems like. Oh, and don't forget the help of the fucking booty man. Because the, the booty man, man was, involved in this for he was in a, he was in on it. He was Hogan's spy, the eternal best friend. Never oh, forget. and then of course when 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 the main attraction of Z Gangsters in and not the final solution, but the ultimate solution show up, they hit they fucking they actually do have a cool shot with all four yeah. guys in the but it was pretty cool like bruce pritchard would say and then the bell rang yeah i don't because when the match ended i'm like wait a minute what did they really do did they do Uh, anything i didn't really (laughs) you know it's okay to ask if you're really enthralled in the match but i was not enthralled in this match man like I, I, i can't think of a more polite way to say it like i just couldn't get into it yeah, if it's like for me at least, this... anything you've ever done in your career, right? You yeah. stupid fucker! Did, did, and, and... did Bishop teach you that shit? <laughs> I bet you he did. 
Bishop's like, I'm just bullshitting here, but Bishop's like, I don't know why we booked this, but we're gonna bill it as the greatest thing ever. They we're gonna really make, put it over. We're really gonna have Dusty Rhodes, who had legendary feuds in, in steel cage matches, say that this is bigger than anything he's ever done. Or Shivani, who's called those said crazy steel and cage matches, say that this is the greatest thing he's ever seen. Oh, hey, don't forget, it's better than the Super Bowl. It's the most important thing in wrestling history. That's what Dusty said before the match. So, uh, yeah, I don't... Oh, and I just match... love how the four horsemen get backside in the beginning. Uh, for some yeah. reason, Arn Anderson is wearing a freaking sweatsuit. I love Arn Anderson, but what the fuck? And, oh, hey... Maybe they uh, get locked out of the cage, but some whack-ass action. And then, oh, hey, they come back, and there's a bunch of guys in the cage. But somehow, no one breaks up the pin when Savage is pinning fucking... Uh, oh, yeah. look, Luger. No one gives a shit. I... <laughs> no, yeah, because uh, Luger came in with the weighted no glove. No, one, no one's even going to try to stop him. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least make the attempt. <laughs> even if you're damaged. And then, and then Luger... Luger pauses to hit yeah. Savage, and then he hits Flair. And the, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think cause, I think that because you know it didn't go. He he paused, but did it anyway. I think that's kind of trying to imply that he's not fully heel. He's kind of like because he's still with Sting, right? Who's a face? A good, you know, actually, you mentioned it. I don't think that was really so far as a technical error, but really that was the point of it. Yeah. Because uh, that's what they did say in the commentary. So like, oh, look, maybe it was uh, intentional. So, are you, are you here? You're, you're kind of frozen on my screen. Huh? My Actually, no, you know, at least it lights oh, okay. up when you talk, but... Okay. Oh, there you go, you're back. But, but oh. still, one, one good thing doesn't make up for <laughs> the dumpster fire. Yeah. I got frying pans. Honestly, I'm kind of sick of talking about this. And look, dude, there are so many camera shots that you couldn't even see what was happening. And the double screen, like, the double screen of death didn't help. And look, the crowd finally... Look, this crowd was super into this pay-per-view. Yeah, I would say so that. During this, uh, this match, like, even when Hogan took his shirt off, which is, like, the yeah, biggest the thing, thing you could no do one, in the match. No one really... But there wasn't really much of a reaction because no one could see what was happening! And also, it, it, I didn't even notice until like the second match. But that doomsday thing is in the near the entrance too, right? So that's probably not a good uh, vantage point, especially if you're like in the back back. And I don't know if they have like cameras and TVs on at this point. Maybe they do. I hope so. Otherwise, you couldn't fucking see a thing. But yeah, it was a spectacle. I guess was it enjoyable? Eh. eh, no, not really. Yeah, but, hey, honestly, this uh, this main event, uh, it was it was kind of a turd, to be honest. No, and I'm not gonna, I'm not even, I can't even fault really. It's it, I can't even really fault the wrestlers that were in it, even like some of the less technical, uh, technically skilled wrestlers. Like I can't even fault them for it. It's just, what the fuck was, was this match, man? It was a what mess. was it supposed to be? Yeah. Like, I know they're trying to stack the cards against Hulk. I think that they broke themselves into a corner, man. It also bothers me how you had the promo in the beginning where they're talking. They only talk about Hulk. They, they don't fucking mention Macho Man at all. Like, I get it. Like, it's Hulkamania. But, like, he's still, like, the second 
biggest name of like the 80s and like you can't even mention him once like come on yeah i think overall the without the main event the whole pay-per-view was like decent you know it wasn't the worst i i think um, i think the main card as in the last two matches were just i think uh the kind of matches that they were trying to do or rather the matches that were booked were just too convoluted and the matches themselves were so yeah overall yeah i do think those last two matches really kind of stunk it up <laughs> with how much shit was going on uh but the rest of it i thought was pretty decent so i guess it's like a mixed bag overall uncensored 96 uh is it worth watching uh like i'm like on the verge of like saying nah not really i mean is he gangsta and ultimate solution worth worth the pay-per-view watch Probably not. They didn't really do shit, so... Yeah, I guess I'm leaning to, to nah. You could probably skip this one, but... So, uh... Yeah! I think, uh, time to wrap it up. I've been Ophi. J-Excellence or Jeff or whatever his name is, is, uh, kind of dead. So, hopefully this won't be our last episode, but... You know, we're not a weekly podcast, but we pretend to be.